Hello, and Merry Christmas. Yes, welcome to a very merry Chattahoochee Podcast Christmas. Episode 16. Hope you're feeling uh, festive this holiday season, because we are, and it's going to be a festive time. It's going to be a honky-tonk Christmas. And yes, indeed. <laughs> Most certainly. <laughs> this this is so much fun. We Ever since we started the podcast, we'd, we've been talking about we can't wait yeah. to do a Christmas episode. Yeah, because fortunately for us, you know, and the era of music that we love, that is not East Country, any, almost every artist that you love and enjoy probably at some point released a Christmas album or did some Christmas tracks on yeah. country Christmas compilation. So there yeah. is a endless supply of country Christmas tunes out there. Well, that was kind of the thing in the 90s, like across all genres, was... You know, you had to make a Christmas album. Yeah, if you didn't, you weren't allowed to be in the club. Like, yeah. Everybody had a Christmas album. NSYNC had one. Hanson <laughs> yeah. had one. I mean, everybody yeah. had a Christmas album. I mean, I don't know if NSYNC and Hanson is everybody, but you get it. That's pr- I mean, like, in the <laughs> 90s, yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> the who's who. <laughs> if you weren't listening to them, like, what what were you doing? What were you doing? Well, like you couldn't escape it. No, you because it like was everywhere. And as we've we've talked about at length of how how big music videos were in the nineties. Yeah, and even on radio play, like a lot of this stuff that we are going to talk about got a lot of radio play. Yeah, like you would hear it. Like you didn't have to go searching for it. it it's going to find you. And a lot of times too, I felt like um, just throughout history of music, a lot of times when people release a. Uh, uh, Christmas album per se like they don't mm. they're not big performers on the charts or right. it's kind of like a token Christmas album or it's mm-hmm. a passion project to them they're just really into Christmas Yeah, a lot of these holiday Christmas albums from our favorite country artists they chart pretty high because yeah. they're so good yeah <laughs> I'm so excited for it yeah. too man it was just uh, it's a great time of year always and what better way to celebrate than listening to your favorite country artists Seeing both your favorite Christmas classics and original and Christmas, originals, yeah. a lot of great originals, some good stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. So, just uh, a primer, I guess, for our holiday festivities we're doing here, yeah, is that we've decided to our stray from our normal format, which is we don't discuss the tracks we've chosen and we pick our own favorite top tracks. And this time, we're going to be counting down our top forty. 40. Top 40 favorite country Christmas songs that we have pieced together this list uh, collaboratively. Put both pick tracks. Yeah. And uh, put this together. And I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but this is not going to be. We, I mean, we can't accomplish all this in an hour long episode. No. It's an exhausting feat. Therefore, we're bringing you guys two. Christmas episodes this is the in most, the month of December. Yeah. This is the most exciting thing since you and you were a kid and watched Home Alone and then yeah. found out they made a Home Alone too. So <laughs> it's kind of the same thing it's, here. It's, yeah. It plays the same. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a honky-tonk Christmas indeed. Yeah. And we're here for it. We're, we're so excited about it. And I hope you guys are also excited about it. Yeah, so this evening we will be, um, for episode one, we'll be counting down from number 40 to number 21. Oh, boy. Yeah, and then once uh, you listen to this episode, you will, in fact, be able to go ahead and start jamming those tracks from number 40 to 21. 
to hold you over for episode two until we get to the top 20 of our uh, country Christmas tracks. And the thing about it, like you, at first first glance, or I guess your first thought about it would be like, okay, down close to 40, that's going to be the bad songs, right? There, no. No. No, not possible. No. Because even, even having a 40-song list, there's still some great songs that we'd have to leave out. Yeah, I think when we originally started pulling songs together for this, we started out with almost 100 songs. And that's just, you know, us being selective. There was another 100 songs, honestly, we, we could have started with. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So if, <laughs> if yours doesn't make the list, don't feel bad. We're not trying to diss it or leave it out. But instead, what we want you to do is let us know what your favorite uh, country Christmas track is because we want to include it in our playlist so we all have more awesome holiday jams to enjoy leading up to Christmas. This is our uh, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. Yes. <laughs> Just for the for all the world to have access to all of the songs that they want on yeah. this Christmas playlist. And we promise there's something for everyone on here. Like for real, everyone can find a not just one song, but multiple songs that they would love to hear. And it's not just going to be artists we've covered so far. There will oh, be plenty yeah. of that. But there's some that we haven't even got to dive into yeah, yet that that's will exciting. be included. Oh, there's artists I've just been waiting to get to <laughs> yes, on the podcast. Yes. And we get a little sneak peek. We get to chat about them a little bit here. Man, it's going to be pump. great. This is going to be so good. So we've talked a lot about, obviously, how we are children of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, then, you know, how this this whole decade was so influential musically in so many other ways. There was a lot of um, a lot of good Christmas movies that come out in the nineties. Tons, a lot of good. I mean, not not everything. You know, as Dan Seal as Dan Seals said, uh, everything that glitters isn't gold. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but some of it is gold, mm-hmm. and I think it. Uh, I think it takes something special to become like an instant classic. Oh yeah, and like even now, like you see so many things that like people want to. Dawn, an instant classic. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, man. You just, no. That's <laughs> just not it. No. Should but, you had to have been there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I really do think that the uh, a lot of the Christmas movies that came out in the 90s were are, are still the best. You know? They really are. And everybody's going to say that about their own decade or their own generation, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're just right and everybody else is wrong, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like, there's even some like some like older classics that every year from when I was a kid until now that like I don't feel like the whole holiday season is complete until I view yeah. these certain songs and listen or view these certain movies and listen to certain songs. You know, they're they're part of the process. You know, they're a uh, staple of the celebration of yeah. one's Christmas. Yeah, and there's just like it brings back the that. Uh, you know, those those memories and that bits of nostalgia that are tied to that experience yeah. when you first did have that experience as a kid. Yeah. Hmm. So, if you had to pick some 90s staples or just some, some classic Christmas mm-hmm. movies for you, like, what are those that you have to see every, at least once every couple of years, if not every year? As a kid, I was always... Uh, Home Alone, you know, like, yes. was, like, a classic. Yeah. Cause one like, and two. One and two. They're both very good. Both amazing. Both just, like, as a kid, you're like, 
I've got matchbox cars. I could do this. Like, yeah. If, if in an event that we were ever invaded by intruders, like, oh man, I'm so ready. Like, bring it on, dude. Get my slingshot out. Like, let's party. This is just like a how-to. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I'm ready I will now. End you. <laughs> but have I'll, you watched the new one yet? No, I have not. I haven't either, and I was. I'm. I'm still kind of skeptical about it because they made like the third one at least. Maybe even more than that, and they were terrible. No, you know? it's not the same. Like it's just. But they've know. made one now, and what is intriguing to me is that the comedian Rob Delaney is one of the bad guys. Yes. And uh, Aaron from The Office, she's the other bad guy. Wow. <laughs> so I'm super interested now. I feel like that would. It's a good uh, duo. Yeah, and his b- brother Buzz is the cop. It's perfect. Yeah. It's full circle. <laughs> full circle. So you know. We'll and, see. And you know, too, just like in those, uh, in Home Alone 2, I think the perfect crossover for me is that one, it's an awesome movie. And then two, that because I grew up loving country music, is mm-hmm. that in the soundtrack to that movie, it also features Alan Jackson's Holly Jolly Christmas. True. Yeah. True. So it's just the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, both of those are just great. Yeah. Really, really good. I'd say that one's a true staple. And then. If I had to say an, another one that's just like a uh, family classic, it's yeah. just one like everybody always watches, so you just kind of fall in love with it too. Mm-hmm. It's probably National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah. Even like some of the jokes didn't hit quite yeah. when when we were kids, but as an adult, it just gets funnier yeah. and funnier, you know. Save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's that's a really good one. I'm gonna have to watch that one ASAP. Yeah, we always have to watch like I like almost every year my entire life. Like you have to watch the old Grinch. I mean, mm-hmm. which honestly, like all three of them, like even the Jim Carrey one and like the new animated one. Yeah, they're good, you know. Yeah. But the the classic, like I have to see the classic. And um, Charlie Brown Christmas is always a good one, you know. Yeah, I used to watch Rudolph. That I don't know. Rudolph's okay as an adult, yeah. you know, but it, it doesn't hit the same. No. But uh, I'll tell you one a classic cartoon that doesn't hold up is Frosty the Snowman. It's awful as Not an adult. All. I just, <laughs> that was, it never really resonated with me a yeah. lot as a kid. Mm. And this more and more over time, I'm just like, oh, this is, uh, can bad. we replace this with anything else? Like. I would write it off completely, but uh, Willie Nelson's version of it on his Pretty Paper record yeah. is great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, he saves it. I think. Yeah, yeah. If it has, if there's any chance for redemption, it's it's straight from Willie Nelson. Thank you, Willie. <laughs> Willie saved us again. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Here he comes in a sleigh. <laughs> Willie saves Christmas. That's what I want to see. Yes. <laughs> So, like, you know, speaking of, like, Willie's Saving Christmas, I assume also uh, a holiday staple would have to be uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, like, I think you could sub in any Ernest movie for any holiday occasion, yeah. and you've you've done good for your family. Like, they're going to have a good time, like, but especially that one. When I was a kid, Ernest Scared Stupid was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, easily. Like, there was, a like, a little <laughs> video rental store. Down, um, like our local people will know Hearts. We lived like I don't know, like twelve minutes from Hearts mm-hmm. or whatever, and we would go down there, and that was, you know, of course, the age of renting VHSs and yep. you know 
Sega games and stuff like that from like gas stations. Yeah. And, but um, I would rent Ernest Scared Stupid so often. <laughs> Just hold this for me. I'll be back for it next week. <laughs> Ernest Saves Christmas. That's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> so, you know, we've, it, we've obviously had um, some really, really similar upbringing, like mm-hmm. being, you know, same age, same area. I guess we probably grew up within like 10 minutes of each other, like the majority of our childhood, yeah. you know. So, you know, we were we were exposed to the same amount and kind of Christmas media as kids, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and as we as we got a little older and as, you know, we started driving, we <laughs> there was a certain song. I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast before. I think maybe once <laughs> in just passing, but not like, you know, deep dive into it. Mm-hmm. So we would <laughs> We would often go through, you know, the drive-through wherever we were, Wendy's or McDonald's or whatever. You know, that's one of like like two of the only three in our yeah. <laughs> area. You got burgers <laughs> and you got burgers and then you got pizza. Yeah, that's it. There's <laughs> welcome to Appalachia. Yeah, yeah. If, if you haven't been to Chapmanville, the entire town of Chapmanville, like the whole mile long, it's just like there's a pizza place on both ends, so kind of like a bookend of Chapmanville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pizza. Yeah. There's Chapmanville, and there's another pizza place. Yeah. Just sprinkled in some burger joints Here along the way. <laughs> so we we would go through the drive through, <laughs> and Caleb oftentimes would have queued up on my iPod. As the lady was, or whoever was working, the window would open the window. And what song was that, Caleb? Yeah, so she'd open the window to take your money. And as soon as they opened the window, I was just like, on the, the classic <laughs> iPods, the originals. Yeah. Have uh, Garth Brooks's version of Santa Looked a Lot Like Daddy <laughs> queued up and the volume at max. So it'd just be, go from like silence and a normal interaction to, well. <laughs> We like oftentimes they would bust out in laughter, yeah. and sometimes they would like just look in terror, yeah. like what is happening? Like it is June the whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna go home and tell their family, and they're not well, gonna believe them. Seven looks a lot like <laughs> not the way it had it in the picture. <laughs> Garth, <laughs> we still haven't forgiven Garth for uh, not. Not releasing his um, his library into the wild for us yeah. normal people that listen to on Spotify, yeah, and like, like literally on. any music service, but Amazon Music, you know. It's like, dude, like you've made your money and then some. Like, can we just listen freely, <laughs> please? Like, <laughs> I think you're good. Like, and I know like artists don't get paid a whole lot from like Spotify streams yeah. like that. Like, sorry, Spotify, don't come at us. <laughs> Or, or you know, like, <laughs> the fortunes that Spotify makes from ripping off other artists, why don't they just go pay the man an exclusive deal so we yeah. can easily have access to Garth? If, if the Beatles can reach an agreement to put all their stuff on Spotify, I think Garth Brooks can, you know? It's like, oh, you can get it on Amazon Music? Yeah, who's, who's using that service? Like, unless you have, like, you why know, like an exist? Alexa speaker in your house, just be like, hey, play Garth Brooks. Like, yeah. 
Like, there's the one instance that that would come in handy, yeah. you know? <laughs> you just got yourselves a little mini Garth Brooks robot. Yeah. Was like, yeah, play my yeah. favorite Garth Brooks songs, Alexa. <laughs> 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 there's a there's a little bubby child. It has like this this little old man drone on it. <laughs> it says Alexis, <laughs> order me some of them pickled eggs. <laughs> Appropriate use of an Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> so as uh, I know, you know us surely grew up in the '90s. A lot of our uh, listeners grew up in that area and got to experience childhood in the '90s, which was fun and wild times. Um. And I feel like, I'm sure everybody feels this way about growing up, but just like the toys and the things that were popular for them as kids, they probably feel that it was better than it has ever been yeah. to the point, or right. way better than like things that you can get today. Yeah. Um, What was like for you, say in the 90s, what was like the the most epic Christmas or like what was the gift that was like... You vividly set apart from other Christmases. I would probably have or to if you go. Got a few. I would probably have to go. Power Rangers Megazord. Yep, hundred yep. percent. Like when, um, like I know a lot. A lot of you guys have probably seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger Christmas movie, Jingle All the Way. Yes. And like how comical that is. Like in the nineties, like that was our generation. Like we lived through that. Yeah. Like you would see like every Black Friday, every Christmas season people on the news on channel three like fist fighting over toys like you know like yeah. the tickle me elmo that uh Cleus t judd sings about mm -hmm. on his uh yeah hit christmas tune uh. <laughs> but like you would see people fist fight about that and my mom said she almost had to fist fight a lady over the megazord that uh that santa got me for christmas yeah <laughs> i told that boy i'd stab him that was my megazord <laughs> Take Jimmy's Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> so that was the one for me. How about you? I would say probably same along those lines. I had like one Christmas, I think, while I was uh, the last Christmas while I was still an only child. Yeah. Then I just got like, a, a, it was just like a Power Rangers haul. Every, every, the gifts that I got were all Power Rangers themed in some variety. Yeah. And the Megazord yeah. was one of them. Oh, yeah. And also there was like at that point a... Um, if you're also a Power Rangers aficionado like we are, <laughs> and a nerd, but the command center for the Power Rangers. Oh my gosh, you had that? Yeah, and it oh had the little walkie-talkie, like Ooh. attached walkie-talkie where you could talk through it and it would modulate your voice to sound like Zordon. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, this is neat. But really, you know, it's just me like, I wonder what it'd sound like if Zordon uh, sang, please don't take the girl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> pull your play, yeah. play school cassette player yeah. up and just <laughs> hold the <Yeah. laughs> hold the walkie talkie up <laughs> sing it Zordon Power Rangers is karaoke night <laughs> <laughs> to hear to hear Zordon sing <laughs> take my best friend Mo oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man that was um, that was the thing in the 90s like was you know, the Black Friday fist fights. Like, we lived through it. That was it. You want them toys? you got to throw down for them. <laughs> <laughs> toys R Us is going to have to have some, like, extra security. Mm -hmm. Man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. For real. <laughs> Mommy got you that My Little Pony. She wanted, but I, I've got charges now. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's also going away for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this Christmas. Yeah. 
best Christmas ever. <laughs> That's another thing. If you would, um, if you go back as you know, thirty-two year olds as we are, yeah, and you try to watch like an old, like an original Power Rangers movie or show. Man. It's it is, and it's so upsetting to some degree to me because that was my life for yeah. all of it. Like that was my life. Was like, I'm gonna grow up and be a Power Ranger. Got yeah. it, I got it all worked out, boys. Like it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't decided what color yet, but I'm gonna be a Power Ranger. Yeah. Like, it went. We we lived through so many interesting things yeah. in culture in the '90s, and just like that Nickelodeon era, where like all the things merchandise wise they created were wild and cool and crazy, like. Yeah. Uh, they're weird. Uh, you remember, like, their alarm clocks and boom boxes? Yeah. And all that. Everything was orange. Orange and, like, and slime green. Slime, yeah. That was you the. Get that was slime to play with. Else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come back around. Kids are into slime again. Oh, gosh. And as a parent, I'm not stoked about yeah. it. <laughs> I bet not, yeah. I don't like slime and I, and I do not like glitter. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> can't do it. Who glitters a dog? <laughs> <laughs> another one that uh, going back to movies another one that I like to watch every year obviously this this came out a hundred years before my childhood but mm-hmm. White Christmas like the original yep. White Christmas I love it yeah I love it that's a great holiday classic for sure yeah, yeah. Holiday Inn I don't know there's some iffy parts in that um, mm. I feel like it probably has been pulled from TV at this point yeah <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we'll talk later about that. <laughs> Ask us later. Yeah. <laughs> but White Christmas is good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, late 90s, early 2000s. So early, mid-2000s, we started playing music. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a lot of times already. But um, there, was one, there was one particular... Christmas season, where I think at the time, like our whole band lived in Huntington, right? Mm-hmm. And we, some, which it's not super common to have, like, I guess, like a Christmas show as like a just like a normal band that's not like yeah. a Christmas performance, like you see, like these concerts, you know, mm-hmm. but just like a hardcore band. Like booking a Christmas show was yeah. not standard. That they wasn't normal. Of those. <laughs> but somehow we uh I don't know if we convinced these people to put these shows on <laughs> or what happened, but the stars aligned and we had like three or four shows like in a row for Christmas. And we called it the Festivus something. Festivus for the rest of Festivus us. Festivus for the rest of yeah. us. <laughs> I don't think we called it a tour. People used to do that. Like, they'd play, like, three dates in a row, yeah. like, within, like, 30 minutes, and, like, put tour at the end of what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not. Yeah, tw- that's, you're saying that word. <laughs> it doesn't mean what I you think, think it means. you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going back to sleep in your own bed every day, it's not a tour. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so the first, the first night we played a show at um, – at the church that we, you know, we we went there and like we were to, like practice there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we played there. I think 
if I'm not mistaken, Dime Store Heist played. I think so. They were I'm at least there or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think they played. Like I like to believe that they played. Mm-hmm. I wish that those guys were still a band because they were so good. They were so, so much fun. Yeah. Like I did, I don't like ska. I never did like ska, mm-hmm. but they were great. Yeah, they were they were fantastic. <laughs> so we played that next. The next night we played at the old Chamberville High School. Rip, R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> they paved Paradise and put up a parking lot. You know. <laughs> oh. I think they had a choice. She was coming down one way or the other, with, yeah. the, with or without, uh, you know, assistance. Yeah. Yeah, it was coming down when we went there. Yeah. <laughs> we played in that auditorium, which that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was a whole lot of fun, I think. Uh, let me think who else played that. That I, I think that may have been um, Meet Me in the Matinee, like one of their very first shows, like, oh, ever. yeah, I think so, right? That was, like, early, early on for them. So, yeah, that one was fun. That wasn't the same show there that Clifton busted his guitar on purpose on the ground. That was yep. a different one. <laughs> but that one was fun for sure. And then uh me and Kelsey, we were we were all friends with a guy named Drew that he had like like a, I guess it was like a contemporary kind of like hour or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it on like Huntington's local like Christian music radio station. Yeah. And we would go in there, you know, from time to time and, like, hang out with him or, like, play a couple songs here and there acoustic. And um, we loved Drew, which I haven't seen Drew in forever. But he was, he was awesome because he was one of the only people, like, in that, like, I guess, vein of... Circle like, of... Yeah, that circle of people yeah. that were, was, like, honest with us enough to say, hey... I don't like your music. Yeah. But I really like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and not just like in a in a mean like uh, mean way. It's just to be like, just not my cup of tea. Yeah. yeah. It's like, thank you, Drew. Yeah. Like, I wish everybody would just told us how they felt. Yeah. Like, you guys are so good. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, I'm sure that you mm-hmm. believe that. Like, you're saying this church is lying yeah. through your teeth right now. <laughs> But yeah, like <laughs> me and Kelsey, I think it was like the last night of like that little string of you know shows that uh, Christmas tour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did Christmas tour. <laughs> but uh, so me and Kelsey went into like the studio and played a couple songs on the radio, and Drew'd be like, "You guys just want to hang out a while," and usually we're like, "Sure," you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we we did, and you know he kept like just kind of doing silly stuff like on like like breaks here and there as he was on the air, mm-hmm. you know. And so so me and Kelsey <laughs> talked Drew into singing Felice Navidad <laughs> on the air. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Drew, like I'll play it on guitar, like if you'll sing it. Mm-hmm. So we talked him into it and like halfway through him singing this song that he didn't know the words to. Yeah. <laughs> he did not no, the words to Felice Navidad. But he was singing the sounds at least. But he decided, like halfway through, to sing in the voice of Mac Powell from Third Day. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite part was uh, while he was doing this, you know, live on the air, his mom <laughs> texted him and said, 
please stop. You are embarrassing me. <laughs> it's like, well, Mom, I just wanted to miss you, wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's always got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear that song now without thinking Thank of that yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was the highlight of that whole that whole string of shows. <laughs> Man. So I guess we're uh, probably about ready to get into some of our top tracks. But before we do that, we have some uh, tracks in question that are uh, Christmas tracks from some of our favorite country artists, <laughs> but maybe not favorite tracks in particular. And um, we're going to have a little segment here where we can debate a little bit about these tracks. Um, and it's going to be called Mary or Jerry. Mary yeah. or Jerry. And whether or not these songs make you feel uh, festive and merry, like the holiday season does. Yep. Or whether maybe they make you feel, they have some Jerry vibes. Kind of like if you've watched Parks and Rec <laughs> and are familiar with Jerry, he's kind of known for ruining the mood yeah, for the moment the or, or occasion. Yeah. So, um <laughs> We're trying to decide whether or not these tracks are Mary or Jerry. Are yeah. they are they good or bad? Do they <laughs> have the vibes you want for the holiday season, or do they kind of like ruin the mood? Yeah. Um. And what we'll do is we'll discuss them and try to decide ourselves. But we're also going to leave it up to the public. You know, yeah. we're going to say, "Hey, is this is this Mary or Jerry? Mary and Jerry? You let us know. You let us know. And based on what you let us know, you know, maybe it makes its way onto the playlist. Yeah." So it could it's the ball's in your court. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. You could ruin Christmas for everybody. You could so don't disappoint us. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Um <laughs> so we got a few tracks here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull one at random and we'll toss it up for debate, okay? Let's just go ahead and come out swinging here. Cletus T. Judd, Grandpa got ran over by John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it out in the open. <laughs> It's disappointing to me how much radio play this song got. A lot. Oh. It was pretty popular. I have a um, <laughs> confession to make that I'd rather not make. Okay. Is the album this is from, which is, um, I think it's, yes, it's, I stole this record. I had this on CD. <laughs> I'm just, if I could go back in time and just. Break that in front of like you know what twelve year old man, but like, what are you doing? Come on, man! Like <laughs> slap him in the face, like yeah. just don't, <laughs> don't. <laughs> I tried to listen back through this. How far did you make it? I made it like surprisingly. I made it like the majority of the way through the song, just to see how like how like how bad can this get? The lyrics are pretty good. It right? keeps getting worse. <laughs> like it keeps like this is a song that ruins Christmas. Yeah. They're pretty. You feel like I think everybody feels that way. You think somebody's like, "Oh, that's one of my favorite holiday tracks." And Grandpa got run over by a reindeer walking home from the Moose Lodge Christmas Eve. <laughs> you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but after suing John Deere, I believe. I believe I got that John Deere money. It's always yeah. a good Christmas. <laughs> Baby Jesus is rolling over his manger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, okay. Here's one for you. Alan Jackson, featuring 
Oh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Santa's going to come in a pickup truck. I had said before that I was like, oh, I had the Alan Jackson Christmas on vinyl. Yeah. I misremember that. What I actually had was an Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas vinyl that featured that song also on there. Yeah. And I loved it. I played it all the time as a kid and even out of season. Yeah. And it's, if it wasn't for AJ, I don't think the song is very merry. I think it's more Jerry. AJ makes the difference, yeah. as he oftentimes What's does. What's going on, fellas? Like, it's like, <laughs> this is cool. Like, this is, it's like when the X-Men right, linked up with Spider-Man. <laughs> this, this well, is AJ and the Chipmunks. Like, I agree with you. Like, okay, if you haven't heard this song, but you have heard, you know, the Chipmunks, you know what that is. Yeah. If you haven't heard this song before until now, you're thinking, there's no way that it can be good. Like, it's impossible. Yeah. Just give it a listen. Santa's going to come in a pickup truck when he visits you and yeah. me. It's it's really good. <laughs> it's pretty and good. like I listened to that whole album, which also just has, like, just straight Chip Alvin and the Chipmunks singing Christmas songs. Yeah. And I listened to it a lot. Yeah. And now if I were listening to that a lot, I don't think I could take it. Yeah. And I was like, man, what was that like for my parents when I used to listen to that all the time? It's mm-hmm. like, I bet they wanted to, like, Joe Dirt me and take me to the Grand Canyon <laughs> to leave me. That's, that's cool. That's Turn why off Dad that goes Joe Dirt instead of Nunamaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you why this song resonates with me. And you will be surprised to uh, discover that it all stems back to your old neighbor, Tommy Dent. Oh, yeah? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> he, when I was a child, would always come to my grandma's house on my dad's side on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. dressed as Santa Claus. You know, we like we we now know that Tommy wasn't the real Santa Claus. <gasps> I mean, the real Santa's out there, but it wasn't Tommy Dent, okay? Yeah. yeah. But uh <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it, it took me a long time, though, to realize this. And what did it was, one, like, it, I don't know. Have you ever heard, uh, maybe this is just like a weird, like, Hearts West Virginia thing. But uh, we used to, like, always, like, set off, like, firecrackers and fireworks on Christmas Eve. Really? Have you ever heard of that? I don't, I'm not... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I guess we were a special kind of redneck. I don't know. (laughs) But um, I don't, I think maybe I was a straggler and I hadn't like come back in yet, like in preparation for Santa to arrive. Mm -hmm. But I saw with my own eyes Santa Claus pull up in Tommy Dean's pickup truck. I recognized his truck, you know. Yeah. And I thought, hmm. Hmm. So. Tommy D is the real Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. That's it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Been saying it for years. I knew it. Yeah. Or it's either like that or like Santa slays down. What a good feller he is to loan him his pickup truck so <laughs> yeah. he can deliver all these presents. Nice like, guy. I mean, Santa's going to come in a pickup truck. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, like a sleigh is probably, you know, can get you about anywhere I'd imagine. But yeah. some of these hollers and roads around here, like, you know, four wheel drive pickup truck, that's, that's the best way for, I feel like for Santa to yep. get his presents out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to think that that's what this song is written about. Yes. You know, because somebody else, too, is thinking, 
you know, Tommy Dent, he's the real Santa Claus. 100%, yeah. I mean, he had that magic twinkle in his eyes, did he not? Yes. Uh, well, there you go. Had the pickup truck. Pick had the truck. suit. He had the suit. Looks pretty Santa. natural to me. I don't know. It's all connecting. You be the judge. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go Mary with this one. Okay, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's just, AJ's just too good that even like, even if you listen to this a hundred times with the shrillness of the chipmunks, yeah. like yeah. you're like, no, nope, still a good song. Still a good song. You might get t- tired of their parts, but I mean, Alan's just throwing fastballs. You know, he really is. He's just. <laughs> And his banter with them at the beginning of the track. Hey is guys, really what's good. the problem? Hey guys, <laughs> the weather, <laughs> Alan. The weather. <laughs> okay. Man, okay. I'll, uh, I'll throw you another one here. Let me see. Let's make it something good. <laughs> uh, thistle hair, the Christmas bear by Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know instantly. That uh, <laughs> my brother-in-law, which has to be one of our top three listeners, uh-huh. he uh, he's not going to like this conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what, in fact, is a thistle bear? Who is this bear <laughs> named Thistle? It sounds like a, like a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds terrifying. And he ate everybody on Christmas morning. <laughs> He's, you know, he's dancing with all the woodland animals. Like, this sounds like an acid trip. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, what is Randy happening? Owens the boy, Randy Owens and the boys got wild one Christmas, and they seen some things. <laughs> they kept calling him Thistle Hair. Like, what? <laughs> I think Randy Owens is Thistle Hair. That, yeah, plot twist. Like, it's just, just a strange little, <laughs> that maybe that's their their version of their redneck Christmas. Yeah. They, ha- they don't have fireworks. They have thistle hair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Randy Owens in a bear costume. I've listened to this a lot in, like, the la- ever since, like, Halloween, pretty much, with yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. But overall, <laughs> I, I dig it. Like, I like, uh, I love the guitar parts in it. It has, like, a weird, like, recorder solos yeah. or bits in there. Yeah. I like those, too. The Musically, only, it's not bad. The only part that gets weird for me and I don't know why it's just towards the end where the kids, the kids come in. choir, the, yeah, kids, the kids choir, and it's it's <laughs> not like they're singing, but it's like they sing with Randy and they get softer and softer. Where it's yeah. like they're creepily whispering to this me. This layer has oh, eaten these children. The Christmas bear. <laughs> it, it's if you don't know what we're talking about, please just go, go listen, listen to it. It is ridiculous. Up until that point, I'm like, I'm I'm in on this, and then it gets a little too <laughs> creepy, spooky it, for me. Well, I when I was listening through this again the other day. Like, which I had this, like, I got, like, uh, uh, here's another thing. Like, our local people will know the Milton Flea Market. Like, once yes. upon a time, I went and bought some records at the Milton Thief Flea Market, and we might have even been in college by then. But I bought this vinyl with this song on it. I think it had, if I'm not mistaken, it had this and Christmas in Dixie on it. Two very different songs. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Just listening back through this the other day, I was thinking, like, the the kids in this kids' choir, like, surely, like, didn't understand what the heck they were singing about. And they've grown into adults, and they have to be scarred by this memory of, yeah. like, these these weird mullet, mulleted men singing about this bear that nobody else in the world has ever talked about. The weirdest day at school. <laughs> 
Like, I don't know, this dude with a mullet and a beard showed up and he was telling <laughs> us a story about this bear. <laughs> if, if you're out there listening and you were a part of the kids' choir and this will hear the Christmas bear, tell us about your experience, please. <laughs> yeah. We want to know. <laughs> If you've been affected by this lawyer, call our hotline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a you got another one for Mary? Well, hang on. Are you what what are we personally saying? Ultimately it's up to the community, but what are we saying about thistle hair? Mary or Jerry? I'm gonna have to go Jerry. Same. It's, if it wasn't for the creepy kids choir, I could do. I could be. Uh, that in on just it, makes it. Just pushes it over the edge. It's an for interesting me. little tale, but the kids <laughs> give me some vibes. They get chills about it. These poor children. Not because it's cold. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's another one that, as an adult, like, how did this song ever exist? Was Toby Keith, Santa, I'm right here. Oh. Uh-huh. It, I think it's the nineties nineties country version. Might as well be the nineties country version of um the Christmas shoes. Yeah, it's in that yeah. vein of cringy yeah. and unnecessary and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. And you know, like his that Christmas album that he has, it's kinda hit and miss. Yeah. But this was the only song of everything on that album that they chose to release as a single, this song. This is the only one that I remembered, like as an adult, like uh, going back and looking at that that track list. Like, yep, that's the one I remember. Yeah. Like you know, it's a uh, it's a <laughs> song that touches on some surely very real stuff and yeah, um, kind of pulls at the heartstrings a little bit. But yeah. man, I just I just can't get into it. It mm. seems it's more of a. <laughs> More of a mood killer than anything. Oh, yeah. Know. It's a Jerry for it's, it's, 100% sure yeah. that it's, it's a buzzkill Christmas song. It's like, old Santa, if you can find me, we're living out here on the street, but I'll be watching for you. You're not going to forget me, are you? I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it's like, take down the tree. This I feel terrible now. Like, and what is so aggravating about it is like musically – it's a classic 90s Toby Keith. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a good song, the way it starts out. It's what you want to hear. Like, you don't want to hear a country artist sing a Christmas song that's like, like some of them aren't bad, but you expect to hear country sounds and yeah. not like um, your piano covers or right. big band and swing type yeah. Christmas songs. You want that country feel to it. Right. Or at least a little bit of that flavor and which musically that song is yeah but then the lyrics start you know yeah <laughs> it's not it's just not good also it's just like an album cover and title it's just like him pulling the horse across <laughs> the field yeah and it's called christmas to christmas <laughs> like okay like what <laughs> what is it the picture and the <laughs> the title are not relevant yeah like, is he pulling the horse from one Christmas to the, the next Christmas? And like, I don't even... Like, what what's going on here? Yeah. Also, I just don't know. It might even be a pony. But I know Toby Keith's a big dude, but this is a little horse in comparison to... It's not a big horse. Him. No. <laughs> That's why he's leading it and not riding it. Yeah. Toby looks eight foot tall next to this horse. Okay, that's so we, you know some hit and misses, some Mary yeah. and some Jerry, Mary and Jerry. Um, you know if y'all feel differently, 
let us know. Be on the look. We're going to post some polls yeah. featuring these tracks to get a definitive answer from, you know, not just our perspective, but everyone. Yeah. Take a take a vote in the matter. We want to know what you guys think. We want to, I, I know that we will have crushed my brother-in-law's dreams. It's not he it's still not believes bad. in thistle hair. Brian, it's not bad. It's just those the kids. They it's just the kids, Brian. The kids. What if he was one of the kids? <laughs> I can start that rumor. <laughs> You're welcome, Brian. You know he sang on that Alabama Christmas album. <laughs> it was actually like all the kids that they just had him track it over and over. Yeah, it sounded like a kids choir. It was just they him. Just kept pulling the key like, digitally. <laughs> thistle <hair>, Christmas bear. <laughs> I have nightmares about thistle hair. <laughs> yeah, thistle hair is gonna <laughs> like eat my entire family in our sleep, <laughs> <laughs> and then disappear back into the pines again. Yep, seen it a hundred <laughs> times. <laughs> Man, <laughs> well, you want to talk about some songs that we know for certain are absolute Christmas hits? Let's do it. I'm so ready. I've been Let's do I've it. been jamming these Christmas songs for so long. Yeah. Yeah, especially like once, once we got through like Halloween, like next day, I'm like, all right, we're well, on to Christmas. It's let's time. Deck the halls. Yep, it's time. And tap some toes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, I tell you what, we could probably go track for track here, and talk about all the marvelous things about each of these tracks. How's that sound? Yeah, we can bounce back and forth. All right, so we're going to start at the um, the very bottom and just work our way up. Oh, man, this is so exciting. So how about I'll kick us off with our number 40. Mm-hmm. Leanne Rhymes, her rendition of Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. It's a good one. It is very good. It's, it is very good. It doesn't lean as heavy into, like, your country sound from a country artist right. doing Christmas music. It's yeah. more... Uh, jazz blues country mix, but yeah. man, it's such a good version. It is. It, it's a really like I. I honestly pr- prefer this version of this song over most yeah. versions of it. You know, and like like you said, it's not like super like traditional country sounding. It's more like jazzy sounding. Yeah, and you know, it came out in two thousand four, yeah. which um, it doesn't have that nineties country sound that yeah. we like. You know. But Leanne Rhymes, her voice, especially like during like early or mid late nineties, early two thousands, mm. still had like that that twang to it. Oh yeah, you know. So it still feels like you know like a nineties country Christmas tune yeah. to me. You know, and like uh, Leanne Womack had one that was really similar, and her her style was kind of like more. I guess orchestral, you could say. Yeah. But you know, given her voice paired with it, like it still feels mm-hmm. in the vein of these yeah. '90s country songs. Yeah, I thought it was neat that I learned uh, while researching that. I guess um, the composer, the writer of "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," was just, I guess, put on this earth to write only Christmas bangers because <laughs> the haters. Yeah, he wrote <laughs> "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree," um, "Holly Jolly Christmas." See, I heard, I, that was, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, the uh, the Bing Crosby song that I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's like man, this guy was like, when it came to Christmas songs, he was the top. 
If you're listening to the words of that song, uh, it's been a minute since man, I heard it. It is a really dark song. <laughs> I want <laughs> to spin it now. It's it's a dark, dark song. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one, and what a heck of a way to uh, to kick off this playlist. Oh, it's only gets better from here. It really does. Are you ready for number thirty nine? Let's talk about it. Number thirty nine. Hot Rod Slay by Toby Keith. The Toby Keith the of song, the Oklahoma yeah. City Drillers. Of all the songs that they could have released as a single, this is the one that should have been the single. Like yeah. This would have blown up, I think. This was yeah. the one. Um, Toby wrote the song himself, if you couldn't tell <laughs> you by the tell. lyrics. Yeah. It, it, you can tell. Uh, and <laughs> the lyrics are so good because like, the story is like, he's <laughs> like, I, I saw one of Santa's helpers down at the grocery store today. <laughs> It's like, Toby, first of all, that's not really Santa's helper. <laughs> his, his mom told him it was. He just but, believed yeah. her. Essentially him asking the elf if Santa's ready for Christmas. And then that just ensues, like, opens the door for anything and everything. Yeah. In which case you get lines like, he says, boss man's all excited because his new sled's almost ready. And they say he's got it painted up. Looks just like Richard Petty's. <laughs> What I wouldn't give to see like a Christmas parade around here locally somewhere, just come through in a Richard Petty car, Santa driving her. What he actually saw was this Tommy Dent walking in IGA in his Santa outfit yeah. on Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> that line. That's, that's <laughs> looks just like Richard Petty's. And you know, is it silly? A little bit, but. Is it a great 90s Toby Keith song? Yeah. Yes, it is. Would you really <laughs> listen to this or Santa Ana right here? Yes. <laughs> this is the this one. This one's very merry vibes. Like, yeah. this one gets me pumped for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, musically, it feels to me like Little Is Talking a Lot More Action. Yes. That's what it feels like. Like, the country sound and everything about mm-hmm. it is just like, it's what you want yeah. when you think of country Christmas. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of, like, fantastical Christmas stories and creatures like why can't we just have one also pinned by toby keith exactly. about uh santa and cruising up rod. like richard petty got her painted <laughs> up that's my christmas yeah <laughs> hashtag not my santa yeah <laughs> richard petty is santa claus <laughs> <laughs> this is a good song that's a really good song and if you don't believe us, you know, give it a chance. You'll love it. Give it a chance. It's great. The first time you hear it, you're like, okay, this is a little goofy. And by the end of it, you're like, no, this is an absolute great Christmas song. Like, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, it Toby. Is. You know how we were talking about instant classics? Yeah. That might be one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. From, what, what was it, 90, 94? Yeah. Until Toby. now and Re- for the rest of time. Yeah. Re-release this one now as a single. <laughs> Please. Please. Save your career. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's not like his career is in jeopardy because, you know, he's still making records and playing yeah. stadiums. But for us, for us, please, it would redeem him. It would at least some, you know. Yeah. It would help. <laughs> well, okay, up to thirty, thirty-eight. Doug Stone. Okay, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know he had Christmas music. Until very, very recently. Same. And I'm so glad I found it. <laughs> yes. When December comes around. Yeah. Not only is this a f- 
fantastic Christmas song, fantastic 90s country Christmas song. Mm. I would go as far as to say this is one of Doug Stone's best songs. I mean, it's so good. It like, is it really great. is. And, like, you're like, oh, we just did Marry or Jerry, and this yeah. you know, sad song would seem like a mood killer. Nope. Not always when it's nope. done this well. And Doug Stone is a man that can do sad songs very well. Have you ever heard, if you don't recognize uh, Doug Stone just by the mention of his name, there's a little song called I'd Be Better Off in a Pine Box. Yeah. And it is a. It's a, it's a super sad song, but it it get, goes yeah. hard. If it you, is so good. If you've never heard it, you need to listen to it. If you don't, well, then you'd be better off in a pine box on yeah. a slow train back to Georgia. Great walls of a prison doing time. Yeah. <laughs> great song. And oh. He had more great songs, obviously, but Very that's talented. the one for me that I'm like. But this, is, this has to go up there in one of his best songs ever. Yeah. And if you listen to this and love it, man, check it. The rest of that Christmas album is good and i think everything on there is in a uh not just like christmas covers but original tracks themed around the holiday season that are awesome man underrated truly doug stone underrated yeah this one was uh also written by i think it's randy bordray or bordeaux like boudreaux i think you want that little bit of bordeaux. savannah in it like randy oh. bordeaux like oh, roll that. off you're talking about my life yeah Caleb Crawdad came out there. So. <laughs> but he also penned some a song we love by Tracy Lawrence called Alibis. Alibis. So let me read you some lyrics just to give you guys a glimpse into this man's sad mind during this this <laughs> this December. The weatherman said, or the weatherman this morning said a cold front's moving in. Sent a chill right through the heart of me. Another year's gone by. It's about that time again to break down and unwrap your memory. Man, that's just like in it's the heavy, dude. Out the gate in the first verse, it only gets more and more hurtful yeah. after that. It's when December comes around, man. This song, it's make you feel feelings. It will. Like they they tried to, um, they tried to uh, I guess grab the uh, the low hanging fruit with the Toby's uh, Santa I'm right here mm -hmm. and pull on the heartstrings. Nope, mm -hmm. didn't work. Doug Stone though talks the, about um, when December comes around. There just, you go. That's he's just it. so good at painting pictures with his words. I mean, yeah, this does it. Yeah, absolutely. So that was number thirty eight. Moving on to number thirty seven. Yes, is Christmas times a coming by Patty Loveless. That is great. This yeah. is an awesome song. Yeah, this is an awesome song from a pretty awesome album. This was from um, Bluegrass and White Snow, which, mm -hmm. as we know, Patty, as we've recently discussed Patty on the show. Right. She's a 90s country icon who has some uh, Appalachian roots about her. Mm -hmm. That, man, they really shine through here and just very bluegrass, heavily themed uh, country Christmas album. Bluegrass, White Snow. That's a good song. The title is. track is awesome itself. Yeah. I uh, had never came across that until recently. I'm like, that's that's Ricky Skaggs and Dolly Parton. Heck yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. So definitely, man, fantastic song. And just her voice with bluegrass instrumentation is, yeah. oh, it's worth your time. This is another one that, like, I prefer her version of Christmas Times Are Coming over any other version yeah. I've ever heard. Like, this is the one for it's me, so you good. know? Like, this is the one that stands above the crowd. Yeah, that's so good. 
It's so good. That like give that whole record a spin. It's very good. Okay, up to number thirty six. This is one another one that I didn't really know existed until recently, which was Sammy Kershaw's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it is it, it's it's more than you could ever hope for. It really is. Like it is it de- it delivers it, it, yeah, it just, just like Santa and Tommy Dent's pickup truck it <laughs> delivers <laughs> but his version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is so good it man it is awesome yeah. it's so good he uh as Sammy does with all things he makes it his own you yeah know? he does he has a dash of that uh signature Sammy Kershaw Cajun seasoning <laughs> <laughs> And, like, it starts off, like, with the kind of, like, piano and easy listening as, like, this song does in most versions of it. And after he gets, like, the first few lines through, he just opens it up with, like, this chunkier guitar riff. And then just, like, this mega drum feel for whatever reason. But I'm like, okay, (laughs) tell me more about Rudolph. I'm on board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, yeah, Sammy. It, it. It sounds like if you haven't heard it, it sounds exactly like you would imagine Sammy Kershaw singing Rudolph. Like it sounds exactly like you would expect, but in like the best way possible. Yeah. It's so it's fantastic. It's so good. Which you know, speaking of I guess Sammy in the holiday season. Yeah. We've talked we've covered Sammy before. <laughs> we've also discussed the topic of Sammy Kershaw's song Chevy Van. Yep. <laughs> and how it's a little creepy and cringy. Mm-hmm. Now, Sammy Kershaw in a Chevy Van. Sketch. Sammy Kershaw in a sleigh. <laughs> what, how, does that does that differ any for you? Do you feel the same? Are you more likely to hop in for a ride? Yes. Dashing through the snow. <laughs> dashing, in a dashing. Sammy Kershaw sleigh. <laughs> yep. Like... Okay, if if he pulls up in an in like a an old Astro van, I'm out. <laughs> if he pulls up in a sled following Rudolph, I'm in. Yeah. I'm just in. Like yeah, the, this might not end well for me. But I'm I'm going. But it's Christmas. <laughs> and it's Sammy. <laughs> it's Sammy. Well, I, Sammy Claus. I've thought more about this conversation since the first time we've had it. And I'm, I agree with you. That's where I'm at. Present day me is saying Astro Van, no. I'll see you later. Slay, I'm in. But then I thought more about it. I was like, you know, like 10, 11-year-old me, 9, yeah. 10, 11 years old, jamming Sammy Kershaw's Queen of My Double Wide Trailer, yeah. Don't Go Near the Water, and absolutely loving Sammy Kershaw. Right. I, I was always listening to my parents like, hey, don't look both ways where you cross the road. Yeah. Don't talk to strangers. Don't take rides from strangers. <laughs> but I'm not sure. I think 9, 10, 11-year-old me. <laughs> If Chevy, if Sammy Kershaw pulled up in a Chevy van, I don't know that if I say no because I'm like, dude, that's Sammy Kershaw. Like, of course, it seems I'm like going. a dream like, I would have had. Like, sorry, Mama, I'm breaking the rules. Like, <laughs> I'm walking through Chapmanville past one of the many pizza places. Yeah. Sammy pulls up in a van and says, "Hey, man, come and get in." Yep. Okay, where yeah. are we going? It's like, Mommy's not technically a stranger. I know who Sammy Kershaw <laughs> is. Like, <laughs> It's not a stranger danger situation yeah. if it's not technically a stranger. It's like, don't worry, Mom. We're not going near the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Well, we're up to uh, number 35 here. Oh number boy. 35. With Ronnie Millsap's It's Just Not Christmas If I Can't Spend It With You. Such a good track. It's almost as good as the album artwork. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't this so good? This sounds like a just like a classic Ronnie Millsap song. Like it's one of look, Ronnie Millsap, he so much like in like his early to middle part of his career that is still going, you know, he's mm-hmm. still doing it. Like he had like a signature sound, like musically. Somehow it felt country. Somehow it felt like poppy and almost like piano rocky at times. Yeah. But like, and that his Christmas tunes sound exactly that that way, only with you know a little little bit of Christmas cheer sprinkled in here and there. Yeah, I mean, like he's just like really enthusiastic on the on this album too. Like yeah. he's just very pumped about the holiday season. Yeah. You can hear it in his voice. And I couldn't believe that this only made it to like sixty five on the charts. I'm that's Ronnie <laughs> Millsap. Christmas is one of those things that like I love to hear yeah. around the holiday season. Right. And I just assume that given his the hits he's had over the years and his reputation that like that would be a really popular country Christmas album. Yeah. And I guess it wasn't You would any, imagine. Let's I all think, change that. Let's make sure we yeah, listen to this yeah, album. Yeah, get him some streams on Spotify and look at the <laughs> album artwork. See, I think that might be what happened. You I think, think they it? might have, you know, these radio stations, they get they get the, the singles in, the tracks to play. And I think they might have saw the artwork before they heard the song, and it kind of scarred them. Yeah. Like, uh, I, they're like, I don't know. Like, you look like there's, like, all these children on the cover, and, like, he's in a jack-in-the-box box, I guess you could say. That's a Millsap in a box. That's Millsap what, in a box. That's what I want for Christmas. Ronnie in a box. Ronnie in a box. <laughs> this is my grown-up Christmas list. Yeah. <laughs> when you crank it, it just plays uh, Prisoner of the Highway until he pops out. <laughs> It is a really weird, like, Nightmare Fuel album cover. <laughs> it's so crazy looking. <laughs> and I really wonder, like, I bet no one ever said anything like, all right, stand here, we're going to take your picture. <laughs> all right, we got it. And they left out the part like, oh, yeah, we're going to Photoshop you into a Jack in the Box, and there's kids dressed as a nutcracker, and it's not weird at all. Like, and Ronnie says, I don't know what any of that looks like, yeah. so just do whatever you want. I don't care. Make it extra Christmas. <laughs> Achieved. <laughs> oh, yeah. Millsaps in a box. That's what yep. everybody wants for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> so number 34 is a song by Randy Travis called How Do I Wrap My Heart Up for Christmas. This song yeah. goes hard, dude. Man, this his, um, it's, it came out in 89, but it's called An Old Time Christmas. Yeah. His Christmas album. Man, it is awesome. Absolutely it's awesome. It's great. There's plenty of great songs on there. Yeah. Um, this one in particular that was original that uh, Randy Travis had co-wrote with Paul Overstreet. Yeah. And we know Paul from uh, writing or co-writing a lot of our favorite tracks. Right. Like, uh, Forever and Ever, Amen, also with Randy. Yeah. When You Say Nothing at All. Uh, Huge. Keith Whitley. Banger. And one awesome. of our personal favorites is from the judges, Love Can Build a Bridge. That that song has healed nations. Yes. It'll continue to do well, so. Yeah. If people will just <laughs> listen to it, yeah. it will. You just let it do its work. I mean, we see what happened when they sing on the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. I mean, one one team won. Because <laughs> <laughs> Love Build a Bridge. 
Love build a bridge. <laughs> I think the Cowboys ended up winning, didn't they? I think so. <laughs> that's that's all they did in the nineties. Thanks, uh, Wanola <laughs> and Naomi. You you won that Super Bowl. You all put in the work. Yeah, yeah. They they I want can okay. We've we've asked you got you listeners several times before if you have artistic backgrounds, if you could commission for us a picture of <laughs> Naomi and Winona hoisting the Lombardi trophy. <laughs> like, can I just get that please framed in my home? I'll yeah, be forever like grateful. Them in like custom <laughs> bedazzled Judd's football jerseys <laughs> and pads, you know. That's what I want for Christmas. And just them <laughs> and hoisting up that Lombardi. Yep. <laughs> or like a Lombardi and a country a CMA award, you know. Oh my gosh. This is like a dream I would have. <laughs> oh. But yeah, anyway, this song is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Silver bells ringing. ringing. Like, as soon as the song starts, like, it's one of those, it, it's already, like, in the vein of his, like, signature sound. Mm-hmm. Just like the Allen stuff. Like, you know it's going to be a Randy Travis song as soon as it starts. But, yep. man, he... He delivers it like everything he did in a fantastic fashion. Yeah. Like it's just so good. I'll tell you, Randy, the only the only way that would be wrong to wrap your heart up for Christmas would be to stumble down to the gas station naked looking for <laughs> gift wrap supplies. That's not that's the only thing you shouldn't do. <laughs> Sir, where is your wallet? It's Christmas. I'm ready, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> That was a <laughs> Grand Theft Randy Travis. That's definitely stolen. How many? How many times do you think he has stolen Santa's sleigh on Christmas Eve? Three, four times at least. At least, yeah. <laughs> Handful of times for certain. Yeah. <laughs> Call <it> joy riding. <laughs> I was gonna bring it back. <laughs> Randy, wear your clothes. Get out of my house. <laughs> Yeah, ran, uh, n- number 34, a beautiful Randy Travis tune. <laughs> Great. How did I wrap my heart up for Christmas? Hell's Randy. Okay, moving right along. Down to number 33, Joe Diffie, Mr. Christmas. Who's that? Here he comes. Here comes Mr. Christmas. Who's that coming down the way? Come out. It came out on his uh, 95 Christmas album. Written by the pickup man himself. Of course. It's Mr. Christmas. Man, it's he I think he did a great job on this, like for yeah. a, a custom Christmas song in the vein of like, you know, uh, country background. Yeah. It's a fun song. It is. It's a classic Joe Diffie sounding song. Like it's but it still has, you know, that little bit of extra magic on it too. Mm-hmm. You know? I like some like sort of like uh I guess it kind of reminds you of like the 50s, 60s era backup singers in yeah, there too. Right. This, and this is another one that the album artwork is great. Yeah, he's kind of dressed like, uh, I guess like Ebenezer Scrooge or something. Yeah, like, I don't know. Got a suit on, a tie, and a top <laughs> hat, and a cane. Yeah. <laughs> I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall during that photo shoot. No. <laughs> I wish that there were anything, they could have just made a version of a Christmas carol. Where he played Ebenezer Scrooge. Can they do like a deep fake? Yeah. Please. <laughs> Just put him in it yeah. instead. 
<laughs> Ebenezer's got a sweet mullet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See it now. <laughs> well, number 32. Is this the first time that we've mentioned this person so far? I think it is, isn't On it? On the playlist, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Listen, before, we, before I say this one, don't come at us because there's a lot of awesome country Christmas songs out there, and I had myself had to fight the urge to not just put this artist's country album. Whole thing. The whole thing on there. Yeah. At the top of it. Really, yeah. it was a real hard struggle. Yeah. But number 32 is Alan Jackson. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. <laughs> I don't want to see my mama cry. Yeah. <laughs> and this, of course, came out on uh, his album Honky Tonk Christmas in 93, yeah. which is front to back one of the best country Christmas albums ever, I think, for me personally. like It's all it is, good. It's so good. It is so good. And uh, <laughs> this is a weird holiday song, I feel like, but <laughs> I love this song. Like, yeah. I jam this so one a good. lot. And it's probably more relatable to people than they care to uh, yeah. admit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you came in, hard Merry Christmas, and fell down underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, I I never knew, uh, prior to doing some little deep dive into mm-hmm. some of these tracks, but originally that was performed by John Denver. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't know that either. And I listened to it, and it's, you know, I love John Denver, and it's a good yeah, version. Right. But it's more, I guess, you know, John Denver sounds more a lot on the instrumentation and just right. like folky acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And it's good, but it works best as like a honky-tonk yeah, song. Yeah, it was made for Alan Jackson. It was. It's so good. Yeah, yeah it, it was made for, it was made for Alan. And it just, it has it all, like... Even, like, at the end of it on the last course, when they just, like, pick up the tempo, yeah. take it up a notch, and just have, like, kind of, like, in the vein of um, how there's a group choir singing along yeah. with them. Not as creepy like the not kids are in Thistlehair. They didn't ask the ki- the kids' no. choir to sing on this one. <laughs> but but yeah, I think that's just so funny also. It's mm-hmm. just like a group singing that. It's like, oh, everyone's favorite Christmas carol. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. <laughs> and I feel like everybody in that choir is, them. they themselves are hammered when they do. Yeah. It just adds to the magic of this song. Everybody was just having eggnog <laughs> that day in the studio and recording this album. <laughs> just last year when I was only seven. Now I'm almost eight, as, as you, you can, can see. <laughs> you came home quarter past, past 11. 11. And fell down underneath our Christmas tree. (laughs) It's so good. It is so good. Hey, speaking of John Denver and uh, Christmas records, I do have on vinyl John Denver and the Muppets Christmas. Lucky. It's great. Lucky. What a treasure. It it is a treasure indeed. (laughs) It is wild. (laughs) All right. Well, here's uh, we're up to number 31 and here's the second appearance for Grand Theft Randall himself Uh Randy Travis Meet Me Under the Mistletoe this song is so much fun it is it is so much fun I think it might be my favorite one from his uh, old time Christmas album for me personally yeah yeah it's so so good it like it sounds. I think it sounds the the most like 
it could have just been a B-side off of Storms of Life. Mm-hmm. Like, the way the guitars are set up and those, like, those little harmonizing riffs at the beginning yeah. of it and, like, throughout the whole song, it just sounds like such a classic Randy Travis tune. But, you know, another one, it has that little bit of Christmas magic in it. I don't know how they go about achieving that guitar tone, but it's just, like, the most crisp, perfect, oh clarity-sounding guitar licks and pieces that you could hear and it just yeah. fits the mood of like both randy travis as a country artist and is like in the theme of christmas man that, yeah. that was just man it sounds amazing yeah like there's so much like i don't know just just randy and his whole presentation during mm-hmm. that time was just so great because on one hand you got i mean on one hand you count the reasons <laughs> but like on 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 one hand, oh, um, you got me. <laughs> I kind of got myself. I didn't expect that one. Subconscious kind of just jumped up with that yeah. one. <laughs> but you know, on one hand, you have Randy's voice, which can stand on its own. But then you have like his signature sound as far as the music goes. But then you add like. Christmas themes on top of that, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, you just mix all that together and. Yeah, I've had that little, cow. like, opening guitar lick in my head for, like, weeks. And so like, like, they they make it sound, like, fun. Yeah. As in, like, how Christmas feels. Yes. Fun and joyous. Yeah. They somehow do that with a guitar with no yeah. vocals. They've captured that it's so well. It's crazy. But, man, it's so good. Some Christmas magic of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. We're, that's our, uh, oh, so far, oh, that's 40 to 31. We're getting ready to break into um, number 30, leading number end up 30. to 21. Holy moly. And number 30 would be a song uh, by Travis Tritt. Yeah. Santa looked a lot like Daddy. <laughs> well. or, or Daddy looked a lot like him. I can't. <laughs> I can't it's remember. That's the way I had him pictured. No, no, no. He was, he was much <laughs> too thin. He didn't come down the chimney. Uh, Mama must have let him in, I guess. He kind of he kind of looked like Tommy Dent. Now I'm think about it. Oh. Our listeners are like, "Who the heck is this dude, dude that they're yeah. talking about?" Just just picture any Santa Claus, yeah. and that's him. I mean, you know, red suit, jolly beard. Oh, yep. this came out in '92 from a Travis Trick Christmas. Loving time of year. It's great. It, there's that, some wild tracks on there, uh, but this is a fantastic Another album. great uh, album cover. It's just like a very Carter, like, <laughs> you know how, like, I guess you'd say, like, if you were a kid in the 90s and you had, like, cartoons on VHS, sometimes you get some off-brand cartoons. Yeah. They were just kind of, like, thrown <laughs> together. Yeah. It's kind of that style of artwork, and then it's just a real human Randy Travis, or Ren- Travis Tritt standing there <laughs> among everything. <laughs> Man, this is, I love this version. I love Garth's version, but as you know, we're boycotting Garth until we, we can freely listen to his songs and also add them to this epic playlist. Free the jams, Garth. Free them, yeah. You know what to do. You know. You know what to do. I do like Travis Street's version the best, though, honestly. His got a very, um, like, uh, honky-tonk stomp vibes about his Christmas album. Yeah. Like, his version of... Silver bear bells, you won't hear another one like that. It's a very unique take on it and very Six rock and roll. It's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Definitely worth uh your time to listen. 
<laughs> this is a a great version. I've heard several versions of this. Like Brad Paisley has one. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's not like it ain't like Travis does it though. Yeah. You know? I would like to go see Travis Tritt just just do like a straight up Christmas show. Yeah. Just him on the bill, like to let him play for however long they yeah. want, you know. <laughs> it is good though. It's very good. Breaking into the twenties here. Oh man. Number twenty nine, George Straits when it's Christmas time in Texas. It's an amazing song. Going from his nineteen eighty six Christmas release, Merry Christmas straight to you. So clever. It's good. Straight. You guys get it. Straight. <laughs> this album charted in the top twenty and it was a certified double. That's so impressive for a Christmas album. A Christmas album. I, we had this on cassette, and uh, I remember lucky. we're jamming that sucker. Like, but who else but King George could accomplish that feat? Chart a Christmas album yeah. in the top 20s, certified double platinum. Like. Yeah. Like, the way this, this entire Merry Christmas Straight to You album sounds, like, it sounds like, it just sounds like 80s George Strait, which is my favorite version yeah. of George Strait. Like, the instrumentation sounds like more like like western swingy than than it does like popular yeah. country. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. I love it. When Santa Claus comes over the border <laughs> with the fiddles in there and just yeah. the way like the, it just kind of like bounces through the rhythm. Oh man, it's it's so good. Thank you so much, George. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's so exciting. This is the first time we've got to talk about King George because yeah. we've yet to do a, a, an official Chattahoochee podcast episode on George Strait in his yeah. library. I know that uh, George is a, you know, top one to three artist for a l whole lot of people. Yeah. So there you go. There's there's a taste. A little, little Christmas taste. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to you. Straight to you. <laughs> <laughs> got him again. <laughs> Okay, so we're moving on to number 28. 28. And once again, we'll see this artist, and it probably won't be the last time because he's awesome. Yep. Uh, Alan Jackson and Keith Whitley. There's a new Ooh. kid in town. JK is the Eagles' new kid in town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a track that uh, Whitley himself had uh, co-writing credits on and had awesome. originally cut in 86. And what a treasure it was for us to get this to where we could have a version with AJ yeah. singing with him. Yeah. Who's obviously, you know, like an influence for Alan himself and has covered some of Keith Whitley's tracks. Right. And they sound amazing together and it's just like a really good holiday song. Yeah. Um good the, story. Yeah. One of those good storytelling songs. For the season. The only thing that is is hurtful to me about it is it just makes me think of all the awesome duets that we could have had oh had we not lost Keith Whitley. Yeah. Like, they could have done so much together. Yeah. And it, we missed out. Yeah. Imagine him covering Alan Jackson songs. Yeah. You know? Oh. Could you imagine? Holy oh. moly. Can we get, like, a hologram Keith Whitley per, like, concert performance? That's what I want. <laughs> so there's... <laughs> So I'm get, get that, seeing it now. That out of my mind now. Yeah. 
there's a, a lot of great country artists who also covered this song, like you know, King George, George Strait. Yeah, great um, version. Uh, native to our homelands, Kathy Matea. Yeah, uh, Trisha Yearwood. Trisha. And there's a few versions that are not so glamorous. Oh, oh no. <laughs> and I'm gonna hit you with two. You tell me which one <laughs> that you would rather listen to if you only could pick from one. <laughs> and one of those is a version by Billy Gilman. Y'all remember Billy Gilman? We need some help down here on Earth. One voice, yeah. And Blake Shelton. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Blake Shelton version also features Kelly Clarkson, if that helps oh. at all. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't help. <laughs> if I had to pick one to listen to, like if this was like, like a nightmare situation uh-huh. where it's like, okay, you have to listen to this track or this track or we'll shoot you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I would if, if I had to pick between the two, I would probably have to go with Blake Shelton. Really? Because as a child, or whenever it was, I guess we were, I guess we were kids when that Billy Gilman. I want to say it was like that that one voice song, the one that like yeah. played forever. I think was like somewhere between ninety seven and ninety eight, somewhere around there. I remember seeing that video on CMT all the time. And as a kid, I don't know what it was about me, but I just wanted to punch him in the face. I hated him so much. And I don't even know, like, as a like as an adult, I don't know why I didn't like him then. But I know that that hatred, I guess you could uh-huh. call it, you know. You know, we shouldn't say hate on, you know, a Christmas yeah. episode. Because this is, you know, this is the season to not do that. Yeah. But I just want to sock him right in the jaw, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about his face. <laughs> Something sort of. Not him as a present day grown man, but if you've seen like a kid version of him, just like, mm. don't show me Billy Gilman. Show your face Knock around him here out. this Christmas. <laughs> don't you ruin my Christmas. See, I think Jerry. I, yeah, <laughs> Jerry. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I think I might lean towards the Billy Gilman version just really? because, not because it's good. Let me clarify uh, that. Yeah. But just because it would be so bad that it would almost be humorous, maybe, that I could find some joy in it and yeah, finding humor in that. it. And on the other end of the spectrum, I mean, Blake Shelton just really upsets me. Like, I'm getting yeah. red thinking about him. Like, yeah. Not, not like Old Red the dog, but just like, I want to run him over. Like, gosh. And old Caleb's headed south. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's in the ground. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man. So yeah, I'm just gonna like choose to not listen to those if I can. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to get through the rest of my life without like hearing those. I would hope, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want it to ruin my Christmas or my life. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it with um, the my favorite versions, which are Alan and Keith mm-hmm. Whitley and George Strait. Those are my favorite versions. I'd rather be forced to listen the whole month of December to have to listen to only Christmas shoes that oh on repeat than listen to either one of those. Did I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why, but when I think of the song Christmas Shoes, it makes me think of Toby Mac. Does, Does it? I don't know what did did like DC Talk cover that this or something? Maybe. Why was, do um, why does it make me think of Toby Mac? Who was the original performer of it though? It was um New song was that it? I think maybe like that's the, why. I think so. 
See, I didn't know who the original was. I've just heard the song enough to where I don't want to ever hear it again. Well, as, for a long time, as a, a younger <laughs> human, yeah, the way that the the singer sounds in that song, I think is I think it's new song or something along those lines. The way he sounds, I always honestly thought it was Randy Owens. I was like, oh, this is an Alabama song. Yeah, and it's not. That didn't make this list. Sorry, spoiler yeah. alert for my mama. <laughs> If you tell us to add it, though, we will have to add it, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, we arrived at uh, 27. Are we at 27? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we are. Man, like like you had said just a few minutes ago, this won't be the last time you see this man yeah. on these playlists. Alan Jackson featuring Allison Krauss Woo! with... The Angels Cried. What a song. Absolute banger. Like, number one, you can season. you can put Allison Krauss with anybody. You got a hit. And she's gonna make it she's gonna make it good. Yeah. But you you're already adding Allison Krauss to a song that is great. Mm-hmm. An artist that is great. And she just, you know, she does what Allison Krauss does and just makes it beautiful. Yeah. It's it's so good. This was uh, a favorite for me off of jamming that honky tonk Christmas mm-hmm. you know, cassette as a kid, right? And also, I think they also had a music video for this one that played all the time oh on CMT. Gosh. I mean, they sound killer together. And they do. To my knowledge, I think this is one of the only times that they've ever paired up and pr- done a song together, which is yeah. upsetting. Like, yeah, we need more, more of that. Please, we need more of that. And she's saying with Robert Plant. I mean, come on. AJ, come on now. Come on, dude. Go sing with AJ. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like... Give the people what they want. For as awesome front to back as that Honky Tonk Christmas album is, yeah, I feel like this is a track that will kind of fall to the background. Not because it's a lesser song, but just because right. there's so much on there. And I just don't think that it gets the true appreciation that it deserves. Like, yeah. Fantastic t- tune. Stylistically, it's a little different for that record just because it's not so much like a honky tonky feeling. Like it's more bluegrass yeah. feeling. You get like a lot of mandolin. Yeah. And uh, of course, you get that signature fiddle sawing in there. But like, I think like the the presence of the mandolin being so heavy, not in a bad way, you yeah. know. But I don't know. It just makes it a little different. But that doesn't make it bad at all. Like yeah. it's a fantastic song. Thank you, AJ and Allison Krauss. Yeah. Oh, man, we're getting close to wrapping up this top 20. We're about in the the last few tracks here. Yeah, we're dwindling down here. Number 26 is Vince Gill singing Blue Christmas. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it was on his second Christmas album, by the way, his second, because that's... Vince loves Christmas, and he's talented enough to put out two Christmas albums yeah. that both perform well. Uh, but it was Breath of Heaven, a Christmas collection from the year 1998. Um, and once again, like I said, he's going to put out multiple Christmas albums, and they're going to agree yeah. because it's Vince. Right. Well, this album was number six on the country charts, and it broke into the top 40 on the uh, Billboard Top 200, which is you know a cumulative, cumulative of all genres. Yeah. So, wow crazy yeah it's crazy and this for me is my favorite version of blue christmas because it's the kind of holiday song that 
it's a very sad song, and it needs mm-hmm. a certain delivery to convey that. Yeah. And I don't think anybody can convey that better than Vince Gill. It's better than Elvis's version. That's, oh, yeah, it is. It's better than Elvis's version. I said it. Take that or leave it, but it's it's a hundred percent true. Like it's fact. Like it is. And I think okay for me, his first Christmas album. I didn't love it. No, you know? in, there's good tracks, but I wasn't as into that one. Right. But his version of Blue Christmas, I think, redeems him. Oh, man. In the eyes of Christmas. You know, <laughs> I think it yeah. redeems him. Like this version, like, I think it does start a little slow, like, with, like, because he has, like, the orchestra kind of stuff with it. But then, as soon as he starts singing, it's just classic Vince. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's as pretty as you expect it to be and like you said like you have to have like a certain delivery for this song to go well yeah and Vince has got it you he's know he's got that same sadness that he brings to like when I call your name you know like it's just you can feel the hurt there yeah and that's what that's what makes it stand alone it's just like oh a token Christmas song or oh this is a really good sad Christmas song yeah like this is one of those like if if you had never heard like the classic version of this song and you had just heard Vince's version, that's still going to be an instant classic. Mm-hmm. That's oh, still yeah. going to be like, oh, it's just so daggone it's good. It's set in stone. It is set in stone. Whew. It has like the opening piece where it's just like, uh, kind of like the classical guitar yeah. riffs. Man, it sets the mood. It gets yeah. you ready for the hurt. Yeah. You'll be so blue listening to this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Up to number 25. I guess I should say down to number 25. Yeah. First time they've hit the list so far. Probably won't be the last. Not a chance. Brooks and Dunn, Winter Wonderland. Dude, it's from their 2002 album, It Won't Be Christmas Without You. It is classic Brooks and Dunn. It just sounds like a it classic honky tonkin' toe tapping yep. Brooks and Dunn tune, you know. It is. It is. I would. I would say it's probably my favorite version of Winter Wonderland. It is because, like you know, like it's a very feel good tune that you uh, kind of makes you want to cut a rug. I guess yeah. you say, but man, like they really take it to a whole new level. Like it's epic. Yeah, you got these like ripping twangy guitar parts to lead off with, and it just. You get the like the, I, I feel like Brooks and Dunn has a signature like thumping kind of bass rhythm yeah. in a lot of their more honky tonkin songs, and this song has it, yeah. you know. And I realize this is another one of these artists like you're welcome. We're finally talking about Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, long awaited. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So there's another little Christmas taste for you. Yeah. But yeah, this is great. It's like, so good. If you told me I could go out in the meadow and build a snowman with Ronnie Dunn and Kix Brooks, yeah, sign me up. Going. <laughs> Be back later, Mom. That's another one on my grown-up Christmas yeah. list. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> Number 24. Mm-hmm. Another artist that I love a lot. Yeah. Um, and this is also some brand-new country Christmas music for you from an artist of the era that just came out this year. Mm. And that is Please Come Home for Christmas by Gary Allen. Gary Allen. Man, this is so good. It is good. 
Um, this is a brand new release, actually. Like, he's done a few things in the past where he's, like, done a few Christmas tracks on, like, country yeah. Christmas compilation albums right. here and there. But he's never actually put together a Christmas collection himself. Mm-hmm. And he finally has. And lucky us. Because it's top notch. His voice is made for this song. It is. Man. It's so good. A lot of Gary's stuff, like, which he has a lot of really solid stuff, like, mm-hmm. after the turn of the century, you know? Yeah. Like, after 2000, he has, like, he's one of the artists that, you know, came out late 90s that has had some really, really good stuff since yeah. then, you know? But it's kind of refreshing to hear somebody that was a little, like, later to the game, like, still have a really good country Christmas offering, yeah. you know? Because you're going to get, like, your your Blake Shelton's and their defacing of a new kid in town. So you're going to have a lot of that. Yeah. Things I didn't ask for in my stocking. Yeah. Got anyway. But Gary does it right, you know? He He's got a really, really distinct voice, like... Only he sounds like he does, you know. Yeah, very big, full sounds from yeah. the band on this. Like, if y'all haven't got a chance to come across this yet, go listen. Now it's the good. Time. It's amazing. It's a really, really good version of this song. Good stuff. Oh man, sliding on to twenty three. Twenty three. We'll take the honors here for number twenty-three. Sure, sure. There's here's one that we haven't mentioned yet in this lineup is Mister Dwight Yoakam with his version yes. of "I'll Be Home for Christmas," which is all its own, like not even as a country song, just across all genres ever performances of this song. Great, it's so good. It, you've got your. Which we already know, like, if you if you haven't listened to our Dwight episode, go back and listen to that, you know? Yep. Give yourself a little Christmas treat. But uh, we talked at length about how we love how Dwight Yoakam covers other people's songs. Yeah. He kills it. He does so well. You know, we talked about the Queen cover, the uh, his cover of Wichita Lineman. Better than the original. I, yeah. said, I know. I said <laughs> it. I said it again. But, um... His version of "I'll Be Home for Christmas" it it's classic Dwight Yoakam, but you also get like some like horns in there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's just it's such a cool version of this song. Yeah, there's like uh, also like some organ also. And man, as always with Dwight Yoakam, you just get these like real fat, chunky bass lines. Oh yeah, that just takes the whole thing home. Like I love this. I love this whole Christmas album he has. It's great all yeah. together. It's different. But if you're a Dwight Yoakam fan, it, I mean, you're going to yeah. love it. You're absolutely That's why I think it. I love Dwight too, is just because I think that, like I said, early on growing up, all we had to listen to or all we were exposed to a lot of times was country, and I loved it, and it was amazing. But artists like Dwight Yoakam who kind of experiment with their sound and bring in some other elements from other genres, right. I think is kind of one early on for me reasons why I'm like, that's interesting. I like the way that sounds. Right. What else out there sounds like this? Yeah. You know, kind of open doors musically to yeah. hear new things. Right. Absolutely. Yep. I agree. Awesome version of this. Oh, we got two left. Two left. Number 22. Yeah. Now, we don't, you might think we're in charge here, this podcast, but actually this episode in particular is Santa Claus, so 
he bent the rules a little, and so we're going to, you'll hear some artists that might be a little bit outside the boundaries of our timelines that we like to cover, because it's Christmas, and that's the way it works. It's Christmas. Christmas. And so for this one, 22 is uh, a song called Christmas Without You by none other than Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. Yes. Thank them first and foremost for taking the time in 1984 to release a combo (laughs) Christmas album. (laughs) <laughs> apparently they were so busy they didn't even record until September of that year. So wow, and you would never I know that. It though. Yeah, holy cow! I mean, it's just like it's groovy it's all around it's musically. It's like it's real catchy. Like you catch yourself like bopping with this one. I love the guitar on that intro. It's yeah. just classic sounding, like eighties Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton. It just sounds. It it's it's them, you know. It's them wrapped up in a Christmas song. It's so good. Like you know, lyrically, like some sad content, but you'd never know it based on the arrangement. Like you're like, you're bopping. You're ready to celebrate when this song comes on. Yeah. Like it White Christmas so. and I'm blue. Yeah, mm. man, it's so fun. It's such a fun song. Yeah, and I never knew that. I guess Dolly Parton was a co-writer on that. Also, that's a fantastic. I didn't Christmas know, song. but I'm not surprised. Yeah. She's going to hand in everything so good talented. that it's ever happened in yeah. the history of the world. <laughs> Truly, what a time, <laughs> thankful time to be alive that we get to experience portions of the legacy of the great Dolly Parton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. She, I, I saw on a thing, which we talked about, um, I guess, semi-recently. We talked about, I think it was it popped up in our, um, our This Day in Country Music History mm-hmm. segment a while back. About her her Christmas thing that she did. I guess it was last year, that Christmas special, which was super good. Go watch that. Go listen to those songs. But um, I watched a thing that she said that, or maybe it was on a podcast, but anyway, she said that she writes and records so much music still that people can still be hearing new Dolly Parton songs like 100 years after she's gone. Thank you so much, Dolly. Yeah. For real, thank she's you. She's paving the way for us. Like, she's making sure that we're never going to go, w- in our lifetimes, we're never going to be without new yeah. Dolly Parton music. How cool is that? Makes you want to go to Dollywood right now. Let's load her up. Let's, Let's go. go. Merry we're Christmas going. to all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've reached the end. You want to tell us what our uh, last track is of the, this portion of our list? I will. I will. No surprise here. Is um, Mr. Alan Jackson once again? Hey, with "I Only Want You for Christmas." You remember this video? Yeah, I watched with it the, actually uh, in the last few days. Didn't he have like the um, like the Santa hat on the the base mm-hmm. and all that? Love. I it. remember that video vividly. It's so good, but the song is fantastic. I only want you for Christmas, baby. I don't, I don't need, need nothing, nothing else. Just classic Alan Jackson. This, just like you said, this this whole Christmas record of his. This could have been okay. Like okay, here's our first ten. Yeah, I would have could have easily. Yeah. I had to fight the urge to be like, yeah, like yeah. one through ten would probably yeah, honky tonk Christmas, honky the whole tonk album. Christmas. 
such a So if you're like, awesome you know, being like, oh, that's way too low, like, wait, <laughs> like, there's there's a lot of songs to yet, and there's a lot of songs we had to, yeah. you know, sort through to to yeah. get here. Absolutely. But same same writer as um, some songs we might all recognize <laughs> oh here. Oh, yeah. We've talked about Sammy Kershaw's Vidalia. Of one of my favorites. I'm Over You, Keith oh. Whitley. And apparently, I Only Want You for Christmas, Tim Nichols, man. What a writer, dude. Truly. That's a, a good uh, mix of everything there, you know. Yeah. Just like your standard sad ballads, uh, a Christmas song. A, song uni- about a unique take <laughs> on a song about onions and a girl <laughs> named Vidalia. <laughs> the man is a wordsmith. Holy moly. Yeah, I love that song too because it's like, you know, like the way it's arranged in the first 15, 20 seconds or so, you're kind of like, if you never heard it and only knew the name of the song, you're like, all oh, this is going to be like a real sad um Pulling out the heartstrings, yeah. country ballad about Christmas. Snow is falling, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Prayers in the rain, under the tree. Is there one for me? And then Alan just opens her up. Christmas day. I'm like, you got Man. me, Alan. I wasn't expecting it, but yeah. I'll love it. I'm here for the party. I'm Gretchen Wilson right yeah, now. Same. I'm, I'm along for the ride. Tie a ribbon around myself because <laughs> I am ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tie a ribbon, ribbon around yourself. yourself. Oh, pick it, Rudolph. Pick it, Rudolph. Come on, Frosty. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I had a bicycle. It's <laughs> 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 like some like nods to Merle Haggard and the way he yeah. would kind of like talk over his tracks right. and lead people in with the solos. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer did play the solo on that. <laughs> I don't care what anybody tries to tell you. <laughs> maybe. Okay, maybe not guitar, but with the hooves, he could probably play, play a pedal steel. Like, you know, I, would have, I yeah. could see it. Easy. Again, if you're an artist, <laughs> and you want to commission that for us, if you want to um, bless us yeah. this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And we'll send you a blank check. You just fill that sucker out because that's what it's worth to us. Yeah. Yep. You just write down what you feel that it's worth. Yeah. And we'll back you up on it. Yep. <laughs> we'll hang it up right here in the studio. And, <laughs> we'll, man. We'll put lots around it, you know, so it's always yeah. up and displayed. <laughs> That's the year that Winona and Naomi won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, that's our number 40 through number 21 yeah so it just gets better from here it only gets better it's so good that we couldn't fit it all into one episode it's like not possible but you know i guess i mean if you want to find out where we went from uh, 20 to number one you got to tune in next time yeah but man what fun this has been what fun this has been and how much fun it's going to be the next episode yeah and if the anticipation is too much to handle in the meantime what you can do is after you're wrapping up this episode go find the playlist mm-hmm. um you can find through spotify yes. you can find through the links on our socials it'll take you directly to it yeah yeah you can go to i think you can go to the uh, our link tree 
and it has has everything. Yeah, one stop shop for There'll the Chattahoochee podcast. A special link just for this Christmas playlist, and you can go ahead and jam these tracks that are uh, uh, twenty one through forty. Yeah, and enjoy them while we wait for the next episode. Right, very shortly after. Yeah, and um, if you're hearing this, you may I don't know I don't know how how low our stock is going to be by the time this comes out. But there may you you still may have an opportunity to um, to snag one of these Chattahoochee podcast yes. hats for Christmas. Is that what you want in your stocking? It is. Is that what you want to give a family member in their stocking? Yep. I think it is. Like I'm looking at one right now because like literally I wear this hat uh, almost <laughs> every day. I love it so much. It's so good. Like. Even the button on the top of the hat is plaid. It's so cool. Words can't describe. It is so cool. And um, I know we told you guys told you guys last time, and we've been telling you on socials, our the the amount of these that we have is very low. Yeah, like we do not have many of these, and we will not be receiving any more. No, this is it. This is a uh, this is a one time deal. So. Yep. So hit us up, um, check our socials. We'll be sure to keep you guys updated. Yep. But um, yeah, get one of these for the person that you love for their stocking, or get one for yourself. Yeah, like we're not going to judge you for being selfish and buying yourself a gift at no. Christmas. You know, treat yourself. Treat yourself. It's and Christmas. If, and if you don't get this for a loved one for the holiday season, chances are what you'll find in your stocking is a CD copy of. Billy Gilman and Blake Shelton <laughs> doing New Kid in Town. And that's not what you want. It's not. It's not. It's not. Don't take that chance. No. Um, <laughs> also, as we, you know, this episode's wrapping up, and we prepare for our next Christmas episode. Uh, after that, we're going to try to take uh, some time before Christmas, and we would like to uh, have a little holiday get-together of sorts, and we're going to have uh, a live episode. It's going to be a honky-tonk Christmas. It's going to be a honky-tonk Christmas. We're going to hang out. We're going to chit-chat with y'all if y'all would like to join in. We're going to uh, jam a bunch of the awesome songs from this playlist. Yeah. We're going to give away some things. Some, like, you guys are not ready. No. You're not even ready. Like, we've been looking at some uh, some items I won't mention. Mm-hmm. We've been looking at that today. And you're just not ready. No. Like, things that you wouldn't even imagine exist, but you will be so excited when you realize what it is yeah once we have a, a confirmed date lockdown we'll uh share those things yeah pre uh live episode so y'all everybody has a chance to be entered to win those yeah and uh, we'll be giving them away and you'll you could be the lucky winner of some awesome merchandise you know from yeah. the 90s country era from the chattahoochee podcast show like it's just you have to wait and see what all's out there you can be the lucky one just like allison krauss yes saying about that's what she's really talking about. Yeah. The yeah, winner. Want all the cool giveaway stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me why, when, where, how. <laughs> but you're the lucky one. You're the you lucky won. one. Congratulations. You're blessed, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Thank Christmas. You guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we are, we've had a, we've just had so much fun making this podcast yeah it like this has been this has been so much of uh i don't know like i guess like a mental vacation 
Yeah. And kind of blast from the past, but like, yeah. not, uh, I guess sometimes we talk about like the dumb stuff that we, we all dealt with in the 90s growing up, like getting punched over a Megazord at yeah. Toys R Us, you know? Yeah. But um, we want to bring back all the fun stuff too. And yeah. kind of jog your memory of all the uh, the crazy things that happened in the in the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, because like, you know, we have those uh, moments and memories that we recall where you get to think about those awesome times. Yeah. But when you're all are here, we also get to share it with you who, you know, grew up in it too, but might have had right. a different experience or a very similar experience. Yeah. And uh, we love to share and in those memories with y'all and um, in those songs and artists from the era that, you know, kind of uh, a lot of times are tied to a memory or an occasion or just all around, you know, a, that point in your life. Right. It just makes it stand out. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're not in the Christmas spirit, you should be now. Yeah. And if you're if you're <laughs> on the the fringes of it, head on over and find this playlist and let's you know let's get ready. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's coming to town. In a pickup and truck. <laughs> I knew it. I knew he was gonna say it. <laughs> so get ready, get ready. Episode two will be coming very soon. Love Merry you guys. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.